podcast where we discuss movie titanic minute by minute i'm your co-host rob and joined as always by my good friends joe and duff hello everybody hello hello guys it's minute 133 that means it's a minute that ends in a three or an eight (laughs) (laughs) what's wrong with you that is what it means all right (laughs) that's what it means you you didn't think that Part you didn't ocean. think that through before you started talking, did you? <laughs> Do you think I normally think any of this through, Joe, before I start talking? Uh, that means it's Heart of the Ocean. It's a three or eight. That's what it means. Heart of the Ocean. Today's Heart of the Ocean is a uh, prolific member of uh, Titanic Minute Steerage on Facebook. It's uh, it's Liz. Liz, welcome aboard. Hello. Hi there. And, and <laughs> And uh, in this minute, minute 133, everybody panics. That's what I have here for my notes. Uh, and the minute s- starts with Lytoler loading his gun. Uh, uh, fun fact. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, already jumping in with my fun facts. Yeah, let's do it. Lytoler's gun wasn't loaded. But it was. Oh, you mean in real life? <laughs> in real never life. Was loaded? Yeah, sorry. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I did not know that. Did. So did Lytoler survive and tell yes. that? Yeah, because he's he... a Dunkirk guy. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. He's the guy who basically went on to live through every uh, awful thing in the first half of the 20th century, right? I mm-hmm. mean, yeah, you don't want to be like on a mission with Lytoler because it's going yeah. to get rough. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, yeah, so he's loading his gun in the movie. All right, Liz, in the yeah, movie. Yeah, sorry. Uh, and he, you know, he's on his way to America, so he knows the safest way to keep safe is to have a loaded gun. Yeah. There. He, he wants to blend in. Yeah. All the stats say this. And so he's just thinking about that. Uh, somebody says nobody panic. And then we, which always works. Yeah. Yeah, Always works. (laughs) Did he, was he handing out towels at the time? (laughs) I mean, I was just thinking if, like, I just yelled, nobody panic whenever I walked into a bar. I think that would go. Probably mm. really well. I think it would be great. Many people would buy you drinks. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. To no stop one... from panicking. Exactly. Or to get you to maybe calm down because they were worried <laughs> about you becoming hysterical. <laughs> Only women get hysterical, Liz. Mm. This is that science. Yes. <laughs> Every woman I've ever been around has been hysterical. <laughs> I don't find that hard to believe at all. Oh, Thanks. Man. Uh, yeah, Thanks. T- t- women owned hysteria Thanks. until Def Leppard took it back. <laughs> I do appreciate So this Def has Leopard been uh, the, the, today's episode of Titanic Minute. Uh, we're just going to shut her down now. Oh, all right. Okay, okay. Let's let's get back on track. All right, we can do this. We can do this. We're professionals. Um, Cal and uh, Lovejoy are having a discussion. Little and little uh, meeting of the brain trust. That's right. And Cal says, "Too late." <laughs> 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 He's always thinking that, Cal. Yeah. 
not wrong. <laughs> just like uh, I just like love that. Like, oh, we're too late. Yeah, you think so, Cal? It looks like there's just absolute panic going on. Just go. Like, I don't know. I don't think we got here in time. If it was me, I would have gotten off the boat before it started sinking. Hmm. Good plan. Well, that's yeah, strong planning skills. Thanks. So, like the first stop, you would have gotten off. So and in I, in Ireland or wherever it was, France. where they picked up Molly Brown. France. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. I, and I believe you, Joe, because one thing I know about you: a lot of fact, a lot of He's fiction out there about our co-host Joe. He's been to France. Another thing. <laughs> a couple about times. Joe, never been in a uh, in a boat crash, as far as I know. Um, or shipwreck. That's that part's true. <laughs> you, you, you crashed a boat before, Joe? No, I crashed. Know about it? <laughs> no. Okay. All right. I've so, been part of. I've been part of minor boating incidents. I've, I've capsized a boat. You capsized, capsized a boat? Well, I if you, I mean, a kayak is a boat. Oh. All right. Were what you the only one on the kayak? Yes. What happened? It, I tipped, I tipped it over, and then I didn't know what to do. I was stuck. <laughs> I was 14, and I didn't know what I was doing. I'd never been in a kayak before, and it was in very cold water, and somehow I managed to kick out of it, and then I was just next to my kayak. Wait, so you it's got sort of, out of the kayak, Yeah, right? okay. Yeah, it was like, you know... Um, oh, she's still in it. <laughs> I'm upside down in a kayak to this day. It's yeah. You know the bubble boy? They yeah, just built exactly. a bubble for her underneath the lake. Yes. I'm kind of a miracle. It's a, it's a miracle that I'm, I have Wi-Fi in here. Yeah. And I'm able to speak to you. It's kind of like that guy who I, he had like a, I think it was a lawnmower blade somehow got lodged in his skull, but he was okay. And they're like, well, if we take it out, you'll die. So you just live with this blade in your head. Are you thinking about the movie Lawnmower Man? No, I'm you, not. Okay. <laughs> Are you thinking about the guy that got like a uh, railroad? I've heard of that too. There's like brain? a yeah. There's... That first guy was what Blade Runner was based on. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Uh, <laughs> I'm frantically googling now. I I had a uh, I uh, I have a story. Um, I had a uh, a roofing nail through the top of my foot when I was a kid. Was that because you were wearing Crocs while you were doing roofing? <laughs> Sick. This is Sick Croc bird. Yeah. This is prior to the invention of Crocs, which if I had Crocs on, I'd probably be okay to this day. Oh, oh wait. Is a that... nail would have gone right through that rubber. <laughs> you don't know the power of Croc rubber. They have I'm... holes across the top. Oh, that's a one in a million shot. Oh, <laughs> wait. I'm sorry. What? Okay, One in a million. One in a million. First, what's... I'm not great at math, but... I have a license plate. This is Croc Man. That's what my license plate says. <laughs> what? Okay, so so you had a nail in your foot for the majority of your childhood? No, no. I was, it was a <laughs> Were you nailed to one place? <laughs> uh, I had a nail through both feet and both hands. Up to the... I put a sword through his side. Oh... <laughs> I told. I said, Dad, I don't want to carry this piece of wood all the way up that hill. Um, hey, I took you to Hardee's the other night, didn't I? <laughs> well, this is what happens next. 
I don't remember the Hardee's station opened. That's where the last his. That's where his cross. last supper was. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I love they, got a, they got a Frisco burger. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, isn't, isn't, that sta- isn't that Steak and Shake? No. Uh, Wait, I feel like <laughs> mon- I don't know. Hardee's has monster burger. My fast food burger names. I I feel. Maybe they don't have it anymore, but at one point I know Hardy's had a Frisco burger. Which which fast food restaurant do you think has produced the most <laughs> Last Suppers? Oh, I guess question. numbers wise, it has to be McDonald's, right? Just because much. Uh, well, like, ac- just actually, there's volume. there's more Subways than McDonald's, actually. <laughs> but what if the what ten thousand Last Suppers served? Yeah. <laughs> and when you when you talk about Last Suppers, I mean, does it count the people you invite to it or just yours? <laughs> Uh, just yours, because they'll have a supper again. Okay. I was so been, only I, one see, person I, had I, a last supper. I went in the direction of which fast food chain has had the most murders in the parking lot. Well, that oh. counts too. Oh. Well. And the winner has Taco to Bell. be White, White Castle. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I love sure. White Castle. I love White Castle. <laughs> I love White Castle too, but I, maybe this is not true everywhere, but here, it's they're always in the, the sh- worst neighborhoods. Yes. Oh, well, yeah. Absolutely. The White Castle, the only... Well, maybe there's another one now, but the one yeah. I used to go to if I did it all, it was had, had bars on the windows, and they only took cash. <laughs> it was literally a castle. Uh, I've been to White Castle a couple times, uh, and one of the most memorable times, I went with two friends, and I know for a fact we were all very drunk, and what? I don't know how we got there. <laughs> I have no mm. memory of how we got there. All I know is we ordered 30 burgers <laughs> well that's like a that's like a menu item at white castle though right yeah you get a 30 pack so we bought a 30 yeah. pack and then the three it's of us a, like a somehow crave, got back to where we were going a crave had, case as they call it yes yeah. a crave case oh my god my high school chemistry teacher thought it was funny before every dance he was like all right kids now i'll be at the the White Castle down the road, and I'll be wearing a tux, and I'll seat you, and uh, I will act as your waiter if you want to take your date uh, before this dance to the White Castle for a really nice dinner. How lonely was your high school chemistry teacher? Uh, he ran a lot. That's you know we'd always see him running down the road. That's that's all from I know people. About it. I just like my he's the he's the know. second most famous Indiana comedian after David Letterman. <laughs> and <laughs> he did. <laughs> In my in my hometown, everyone every hometown has like uh, crazy people that everyone knows. With oh yeah, names. we had Crazy Mary. Okay. Oh my God! Really? Okay. So Liz, we had Crazy Mary as well in my town, and I asked someone finally. I was like, "Why is she Crazy Mary?" And here's what I was told: is she runs everywhere. <laughs> like Forrest <laughs> Gump. <laughs> I mean, yeah, like. And we had Corn Cob Bob. How? <laughs> mm, what was I that from? I don't want to know. He had a corn cob pipe, and he would come to but all no the like, So, like, he events. was Frosty the Snowman? <laughs> Not a nose. Okay. Yeah, he was. He was Frosty the Snowman. That's what he was. He was a snowman someone built every winter. We called him Corn Cob Bob. We had uh, John the Bum, who was notorious <laughs> for stealing little girls' bicycles. <laughs> Jesus. He wore a trench coat. <laughs> Liz, what did My- your Crazy Mary do? <laughs> I don't remember. I, I don't know. She was probably, crazy. Probably just homeless. I don't know. My uh, friend went. <laughs> my friend went to the University of New Mexico, and he his room was in the basement. 
and you know, so John the Bum was a staple of our John suburban town. <laughs> and he, so he came home for Christmas from college, John and he just walks in, uh, my friend, okay. and he walks into the the kitchen of his house, and then uh, just hears his dad go, "Have you met John?" <laughs> and he looks over at John the Bums in their kitchen. What? He's sleeping in. He's been sleeping in your bed. He needed a place what? to crash. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and man. he stayed at he stayed at their house uh, for a few weeks until he stole my friend's sister's bike, and then they kicked him out. <laughs> Crazy Mary, I used to work in medical records uh, at the local clinic when I was in high school, and Crazy Mary would show up and try to steal her medical record all the time. <laughs> hey, it like, belongs to her. I mean, I don't know lately who it belongs to, but yeah, she would always like they're like, oh, that's Mary. You can't get, you can't let her have her. You can't let her have her medical record because she'll grab it and just run away. So well, why? I don't get why she can't do that. I don't know the rules. This is pre nine eleven. It's also it's also kind of weird that they'd let a high school kid work with medical records. That's or what Rob. I did. Well, Rob didn't know how to read. Rob didn't know how to read, so it the doesn't matter. Color coded. They're color coded. Just put that one with the other green ones. Yeah. This Rob, one has. Can you put your crayons down for a second and put these files away? <laughs> this one has a moon on it, so put it with the others. <laughs> What Duff doesn't know is that the fact that he doesn't know any crazy people in his uh, city means that he was the one that they were talking yep. about. When you when you look around your suburban town yep. and you don't see any crazy people, that means that you're the crazy person. Yeah, so that's quick with my crazy Mary. Yeah, I don't. I you must be right because I don't remember crazy people from growing up. Uh, but I do. I remember lots of crazy people from college, like Scanner Dan. Scanner Dan. Yeah. Uh. Or that guy who would be on State Street with the kazoo. And oh, would yeah. Make, and would make up songs about you. Wait, yep. is there a kazoo man on every Art Paul. college campus? Art Paul. Art Paul, yeah, that's... Art Paul's yeah, still doing it. He had, it was, he had a guitar and he had like one of those, I don't know what you call it, like harmonica harnesses like Bob Dylan has, except there was a kazoo sure. on it. <laughs> and, then he, and then he would just, he would make up a song, but it would just be stream of consciousness describing stuff. They'd be like, hey, his specialty was objectifying women. Oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's hard to believe. Uh, uh, actually, he has a Wikipedia page. Art Paul has a Wikipedia page. Yep, Jesus. I just found it. <laughs> and it'll it'll be something like, and there's a guy walking down the street in a red shirt. Now he's looking at me real weird because I'm a weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, his. Uh, I think his big song was "Have a Peanut Butter Sandwich." <laughs> um, for real. Did he was did he offer a peanut butter sandwich when he no, sang this song? Did someone just... was probably was eating one while he was nearby. And where were we in this movie? Oh, uh, Callus is too late. Callus is too, bo- too Yeah, late. we we talked about one thing. Yep, we've talked uh, about this movie listen, for three like, minutes this the, week so far. Because the last third of this movie, we've already kind of covered most of the facts, and from this point on, not a lot of new characters or dialogue. It's just boat sinking. Boat sinking. Um, the other thing I like Cal doing in this minute, starting to fall apart. Thank you. Thank you, Cal. <laughs> um, yeah, I heard that and I was like, oh, if only his hair could be as understated as his assessment of the situation. <laughs> Things Ooh, might be- boy. Ho, <laughs> That hair. It's a little um, flappy in this minute. The wig person was real rushed at four in the morning or wherever <laughs> it was. Yeah. Before we get there, though, can we talk about the crew? Because they're, they're having a hard time uh, 
uh, keeping people off the lowering lifeboats. We have the the rain gutter guy with a pole just shoving people away. Is that what that was? I don't think it's actually a rain gutter. I think <laughs> maybe. <laughs> Yeah, like the Titanic was known for their Ob- uh, obviously incredible the gutter gutters, system. The gutters on Titanic obviously needed cleaning because they yep. did not do their job. <laughs> Let this be a lesson to all you homeowners. Get your gutters cleaned. Yep. Oh, for they, real. They were hoping the steerage people would just drown themselves in the rain gutter. <laughs> um, so the crew's having a hard time. We, uh, we have another crewman just start shooting his gun off like out to keep people to stay away from the he boat. doesn't fire them at well, people. So the reason apparently that they fired the gun was so that people would believe they were loaded and know that they would shoot any man who tried to get on a lifeboat. Oh, see, this is an anti-man movie. I'm here for it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I can't help. Maybe this is just like sucker brother stuff in my head but like when that guy shoots it i just hope they cut to like a lifeboat like that's gotten away and just some rich person just gets hit with a bullet <laughs> like <laughs> uh, maybe that's who that guy falling was in the previous minute or oh two. yeah <laughs> he got shot by a spare bullet by a warning shot like if you shoot a bullet up in the air it comes back down right it where do must- you th- no it gets caught in the clouds <laughs> just stays up there forever. Uh, God grabs it and gives it a hug. <laughs> it just mm-hmm. God has a big magnet hanging over the ceiling. I mean the sky. The ceiling. <laughs> That's what God calls the atmosphere. <laughs> the ceil- Yeah, the uh, the God ceiling. It's yeah, made of magnets. So when you fire a weapon in the air, gets the, caught there. Yeah, the bullets just get stuck. And that's how you get lead in your water. <laughs> yep. What's uh, <laughs> what happened to Flint? Yep. Oh my god. Oh, two boy. people shot too many people shot their guns up in the air. Yep. Oh my god. Okay. We're all we're all That's we're why all you should never drink the water in a Wild West saloon. That's mm. a good point. Always drink the beer you can order. <laughs> um okay, so what else do we have here? Thank you right. Back to Cal and Lovejoy. Uh prop Cal. <laughs> yes. A proposition. Uh he's, he's a businessman. Yes, yep. he's walking by. Oh, guys, before the proposition, I have a deleted scene. It is the 19th deleted scene of this movie. Are you ready? Uh, yeah. Does, do sure. we have a choice? Yeah, exactly. No. no, you do not. 19, number 19. Joe, you would like this one. Okay. Okay, so Cal just got done saying about, you know, he just read the situation brilliantly about that they don't have much time. Well, he's a businessman. He's a businessman, and he keeps walking by, and a bunch of dogs run by (laughs) what What? i'm dead serious (laughs) including a black french bulldog oh no sort of stops and just looks at cal and cal looks at it and it's all just really weird and surreal so cal and a dog have a moment yep and then the dog runs off and apparently this happened in real life that on the ship someone opened up the kennels and just (laughs) Hey, I mean, give them a fighting chance. Yeah. yeah, just I all mean, like they're, camels. They're not going to do well down in the kennels, so. So yeah, they just like I just. <laughs> I, so I was looking at stats. I can't figure out how many dogs survived Titanic, but uh, so there's just a surreal moment very quickly where uh, where like just a bunch of dogs run by Cal and he like looks at a black French bulldog. <laughs> he makes it's like the sweater song video. <laughs> uh, okay, uh, a quick question. 
when when this boat drama is happening with the lifeboats, one's about to fall and another one that actually happened in real life. Um, a guy takes out his knife and he starts cutting open the rope. So a couple questions: one, who is this guy? He looks like a boiler man. Why is he on this boat? He doesn't. Because he's look the like only he one with on a that. knife. Yeah, but like, where, he's a, why he's is he a on the crewman? Boat? Yeah, so why is he on this boat? Well, I don't know well, if you've noticed, but it's rather chaotic. Yeah, and he, he saw an opportunity and he took it. He was like, oh, man, I'm not getting on a lifeboat, but this one's in distress because it needs cut down. I have a knife in my pocket. I'm ready. He was a Girl Scout. Well, the knife in the pocket's a good question, Liz. Uh, do you guys have was parents that... Would there be any value to having brass in pocket? <laughs> Did you guys have family members that told you how important it is to have a pocket knife on you at all times? No. That's yeah. just no. me? No. You did too, as Liz? Yeah my, yeah, my dad was all about making sure. Yep. He always had my a dad, knife. My dad kept gifting me pocket knives. Oh, sure well, I'm a girl, so. You. Make sure you had this with you. You never know when you need it. And I was like, I'll never need this. I don't I don't think I'll ever need this. Well, Have you? No. The only thing I ever need Liz is like was yours to... was yours for self defense? No, it was for uh Gen- general purposes. usefulness. Yeah, okay. general use. Liz okay. got a derringer from her dad when she turned sixteen. I mean I did get a football for when I turned eleven, so that okay. wouldn't be too surprising. I uh I always just need fingernail clippers. That's really the <laughs> Oh god. <laughs> My fingernails grow really fast, and I have, like, I own literally, like, ten, ten fingernail clippers, and I just put them all over the place. You weird, weird person. <laughs> what? I'm dead yeah, serious. I have them in the car. I have them at work. I have them in, like, three You cut your fingernails and toenails at work? No. Okay, hold on. How uh, fast hold on. Cut? No. What do you mean, no? Why hold do you on. have the nail clippers there if you're not cutting your nails at work? Because yeah. if I have to, I will go somewhere and cut them. Okay. Where? T- um, the garbage can. <laughs> <laughs> so at work. At. <laughs> yeah. Do your, okay. How fast do your fingernails grow? They grow really fast. They grow really like, fast. Like, uh, give me a measurement. Like, if I don't cut my fingernails every week, it's a problem. every week. Yeah. And I don't and know if that's normal or not. That's not normal. Oh, okay. I cut my fingernails every week. See? It's your body trying to escape from you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I, I'm going to, this is very uncomfortable for me, but I'm going to take a moment and I'm going right. to Safe defend, space. No one listens slightly, to defend <laughs> slightly defend Rob. There uh. has been, by the water fountain at my gym, at my work, there has been a finger slash toenail on the floor by the water fountain for like two weeks. So somebody is coming to my gym and cutting their fingernails or what something I don't know by the water fountain. Rob, like when you say water fountain, do you mean like hold on? When you say water fountain, do you mean like a bubbler and like somewhere you drink water at, or do you mean like a like an ornate like thing that water sprays out of? Rob, Rob, you do know that people in Wisconsin are the only people that say bubbler, right? I know. I just said it to throw another also, word. Also, water fountain. fountain is a pretty universal self-described no, no, thing. No, like, no, no, 
Water Whoa. fountain can mean two totally different Whoa. things. There's a drinking fountain it can mean, or it can mean what do you call when you have a bunch of water spraying out of an outdoor thing. That's also a water fountain. Which are two different things. Gyms are that's famous for having those. <laughs> yeah, well, at my gym, we definitely, it's just a spigot, um, she, and you can lay a, down uh, on the floor and like put your mouth under it, and I hope yeah. you just don't get soaked. Our gym is actually a Roman bathhouse. <laughs> hey, I'm yeah. here to exactly. judge. The Caligula gym. <laughs> it's, in, in order to get a drink, you have to just position yourself under the, the cherub statue that has water coming out of its mouth. <laughs> That's out of its penis. <laughs> Thanks, Mike I, Pence. Uh, well, th- let's just go. All right. He's already been hey, brought up. This is why we brought Liz on. Yep. Uh, she Mike is our, our Mike Pence expert. Mike Pence noted... Uh, Titanic scholar yep. who wrote the famous essay called Explaining Titanic's Appeal. And this, <laughs> in case anyone thinks this is a bit, this was 100% real. 100%. This, this was from Mike Pence's congressional website in 19... I'm not sure if it's 97 or 98. But uh, he wrote uh, a good column's worth about what draws people to Titanic. And... Uh, so as as you can probably guess, uh, it's tied into the greatness of America. Uh, the, the, and the ticking time bomb that it has become under President Clinton. Yes. Wait, when this was written. Yeah, this would have been the second Clinton term. Okay. Uh, I'm just picking out a paragraph. As in the America of the 1990s, the Titanic was principally about comfort. Is not America of the 1990s principally about luxury and comfort? Have not the harder-earned virtues been replaced by the mantra of the baby boomer generation, if it feels good, do it? So he sees a parallel. (laughs) He sees a parallel that, uh, much like Titanic, we had too much faith in its uh, posh and comfort. Too Too much leisure was happening. People we love this movie because we still love truth, the truth of 1912 and the truth about our own time. There are icebergs ahead, and we know it. <laughs> well, he wasn't He's wrong. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I he mean, was warning Mike about Pence his own a, administration. Uh, he's a noted uh, film critic. He uh, also called Mulan liberal propaganda. Hmm. And was worried that that movie might lead to women in combat. So oh he's God. also a he's great at uh, reading the future of America via film. Wow. Well, they it is kind of fishy because they uh, you know when they're in those trenches and they get their periods. <laughs> no, no. I'm paraphrasing. No. I'm paraphrasing Newt Gingrich right now. Because that was an actual Newt Gingrich argument that women could not be in combat because apparently they'll get their periods and it's unsanitary when they're in the trenches. Also, Because there's uh, no way of managing that. We haven't discovered that as a race. Uh, Noted uh, military expert talking about trench warfare in the (laughs) late 20th century. Listen, listen, though. They all get on the same cycle. They all got to go do things at the same time. Let's let's um, hear them out. What happened to the, what ap- what happened to the allies? Oh, they all had to go to the restroom. <laughs> Where'd all the ice cream go? <laughs> Why is it on the on the twentieth of every month all the ice cream's gone? <laughs> so we can't fight.
fight a war like this? <laughs> We're only good for 24 of the days. <laughs> and the oh. other, the remaining <laughs> six to seven days, they're extra good soldiers because they're so wow. pissed. Why is it at the end of the month I can never find Mad About You, the complete series on DVD? <laughs> It's always checked out of the video sharing service we use as soldiers. I don't know. I've never been to war. Sorry. I I found the exact quote. So here's this is from Newt Gingrich. Uh, he, He told history class students, if combat looks like trench warfare, which it hasn't for a very long time, but whatever. He says, Females have biological problems staying in a ditch for 30 days because they get infections and they don't have upper body strength. What? Uh, I'm pretty sure I could probably bench more than Newt Gingrich. But could you bench Newt Gingrich? I don't think anyone's going to be doing so. Why would I? No, I'd have to touch I don't think anyone is going to be doing so well with hygiene if they're in a ditch for 30 days. Like, who would? uh, How are women more prone to infection? Uh, don't give Rob well, this opportunity. Yeah, well, yeah, I guess, uh, um, that was a rhetorical question. There's no correct answer. Uh, Newt Gingrich, contact w- us from your moon colony home. <laughs> I, uh, Newt, would what would you or one of your ex-wives please get in touch? Hello, and let us know about this infection issue. Is this number over or under James Cameron ex-wife number? What's Newt Gingrich at? I think he's at three, but let me Google. No, it's under the JC number, then, right? You get extra points for leaving one dying of cancer, though. (laughs) Yeah, he's had three. That's because she was left in a ditch for thirty days. (laughs) (laughs) The ditch was uh, his belly rolls. Oh. Oh my god. (laughs) She tried to help him put a polo shirt on, and she was never seen again. (laughs) Okay. Um. All right. Liz, do you have anything else on this minute? I know you did a lot of research and we talked a lot about Mike Pence and we talked a lot about, uh, I don't know, all sorts of nonsense, nonsense. You didn't prepare for nonsense. You prepared for Titanic facts. I mean, I was marginally prepared for nonsense, but that's harder to plan for. Yeah, I know. It's like jazz. (laughs) It's easier for us because you just don't do anything. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't think I have anything else that's. Uh... Well, all right. So take take us back in time. Mm-hmm. What what back. what was your Titanic experience back in the day when it was in originally in theaters? Um, I would have been in seventh grade when Titanic mm. came out. I think. Okay. And I'm sure I saw it multiple times in the theater, but um. The only thing I really remember about it, I had the best internet and printer in my home at the time. Uh So I had the best Leo photos in my locker. (laughs) Oh my God. Which (laughs) was less about me thinking that Leonardo DiCaprio was attractive and more about me uh, being cool because I Showing off your technical prowess. Basically, yeah. I... I used my nerd skills to get the cool girls to think I was cool. Oh, I see what you did. I duped them. How long did you fool them for? Uh, about two years. Yo. Until wow. the man in the iron mask came out. 
Uh, yeah, that's about the time. <laughs> but yeah, that's... I, I don't remember seeing it. I was obsessed with uh, My Heart Will Go On. I do remember that I, for Christmas that year, from some set of grandparents, uh, received the Titanic the Musical cast recording. Oh, as that's not what you wanted. <laughs> to the Titanic <laughs> movie soundtrack. Yeah. And was rather disappointed. Worst uh, Christmas ever. I also, that same Christmas, they got me a Backstreet Boys CD, so they really, just really nailed my musical tastes. So was, wait, so were you not happy about the Backstreet Boys? No, not, did not like the Backstreet Boys. Oh, okay, all right. Okay. What did you want instead, besides the actual Titanic soundtrack? In sync, ninety-eight degrees. What were you? What were you wanting then? Um, oh, for in Carlos sync Santana. In sync would have been passable. Maybe like Fiona Apple. I don't. Instead. Oh, you were a, a, a pretty cool, cool uh, preteen uh, here. Yeah. He's angry. <laughs> angry. I don't know if I would say cool. <laughs> I was not cool. Remember, I had I had to pretend to be cool by having the best printed pictures <laughs> i just imagine that you uh <laughs> i imagine you like your grandparents got this christmas list and they're like oh what does she want oh when the pawn hits the conflict <laughs> he thinks like a king what he knows throws the blows <laughs> your grandpa's like, like what is this is this an article <laughs> how many things does she want is this one thing they get me a chess set <laughs> I so this is around the same time. My parents, specifically my mom, loved to watch the show The Commish. Do you guys remember that show? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. And on Hell the Commish, yeah. I remember there's an episode where <laughs> <laughs> That's one of my favorite T V show names ever, The Commish. Maybe the first time I've heard that show mentioned in fifteen years. And in the Commish I thought this was so funny as a kid. Uh, as a teenager, my, I was watching with my mom, and uh, he just dragged a bunch of, uh, like, crash test dummies into his office or, like, at home. And his wife's like, what is this for? And he's like, well, that's what our son wanted. He wanted Oh, crash my test God. <laughs> Come on. No way. Absolutely. And she's like, no, that's a, that's a band. And he's like, I, I, he goes, I was wondering why he wanted Smashing Pumpkins. Oh, <laughs> These are like Bruce Valanche level jokes right here. <laughs> Once there was this kid whose grandma gave them the wrong CD. What is she to do? <laughs> oh my god. Oh, all right. Do you remember the urban myth that that guy had a third testicle? <laughs> I'm pretty sure, <laughs> because I'm pretty sure Snopes debunked it or something like Yo, that. Or actually, <laughs> how did they? How did they debunk what are it? You talking about? How, do you, how would they have debunked that? All right, first, first of all, for anyone, 
How would they debunk that? Do they make him show him their they balls? They just go to his house and they were like, drop him. Show us. You know Prove what we're it. talking about. <laughs> oh my God, it does come up on Google. I, really? I, yeah, Brad Roberts, like this was a thing in the 90s. Like it auto-completes to Crash Test Dummy's third testicle. Wait, it sounds like he said he had a third testicle. I think that's he said. Why. I think he said it in jest, and then he didn't know how far that would go. And I think now he's kind of like just letting it lie. Like I, I feel at one point it was actually in an FAQ on their web page. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Wow. Whew. Well, we we covered a lot of ground today. <sighs> okay. Well, Liz. Thanks so much for being on. Thanks for being a listener of our show at Titanic Minute Steerage. Yeah, thank you for supporting the community. Yes. For being weird on the internet. I mean, that's a it's 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 a weird weird group in a weird weird place, and I love every minute of it. Weird wild stuff. Yes. Uh, if you want to join listeners, you can join it at TitanicMinute.com/steerage, and uh, and. Uh, I think I th- listen. There's nothing more to talk about on this minute. And Liz, thanks so much for being on. Thank you for and, having me. Oh, uh, it's super fun. And we'll be back tomorrow with uh, with minute 134 of this movie. <laughs>